A gusting wind blew out of the northeast, carrying winter's hard and bitter scent. I heard a sound behind me. I smiled. Mara must have been awake after all and followed me. I turned to greet her. It was Vintel. I was too surprised to speak, and a fear I didn't understand prickled along my backbone. Have you not the manners to say good morning? Vintel smiled at me, but her smile never reached her eyes. Good morning, I said. You rise early. Yes. Earlier than your warrior. Sometimes. She looked me up and down. You're very small, she said. She looked at me as she would have looked at a fish she'd caught that was too small to keep. Her look made me feel small. Marin can be persuasive, she said. I think your foolishness has saved me from making an unfortunate mistake. I had no time to think about her strange remark. She was still smiling, a sly and dangerous smile. When I first saw her, she was standing at least ten paces from me. Now she drew closer, her steps slow and deliberate, as a wolf approaches a sheep that it has brought to bay. I resisted the urge to back away from her. I see that you're also a thief, she said. What in the world could she be talking about? I am not a thief. Her eyes went to my belt. And then how did you come by that brooch of aromats? It was a gift. A gift? Who gave you such a costly gift? I think that aromat did not. No. She waited for me to tell her who had given me the brooch. I said nothing. I didn't want to cause Sparrow any trouble with Vintel, but there was another reason I didn't speak. Whether or not Vintel believed I'd stolen the brooch, the accusation was a deliberate insult, meant to humiliate me. An angry little flame began to burn inside my chest. If you can't name the giver of the gift, she said, then I must believe that you took it from Aramet's things when I sent you for her grave goods. I did not, I said. A sudden gust of wind blew something into my eye. I ignored it. I didn't want Vintel to think she'd made me cry. I gave that brooch to Aramet, she said. It should have come back to me. Give it to me now, and I'll say no more about it. She reached out her hand. I didn't move. I knew that I should give her the brooch, that once I'd given in, her pride would be satisfied, but I couldn't do it. I was too angry. You truly are a fool, she said. She took another step toward me. In that case, I'll take back what belongs to me and whip the puppy that ran off with it. It was not her words that frightened me. It was her eyes. She was so close now that it was no use trying to run away, even if I could trust my legs to carry me. Vintel saw my fear, and she enjoyed it. I braced myself to endure what was about to happen. I caught a movement out of the corner of my eye. Vintel saw it, too. 
She turned in time to see my warrior step out from behind a stone wall that reinforced the earthworks. Mara's hair lay loose over her shoulders, and the gusting wind whipped it across her face. She tossed it back with a motion of her head that looked like a challenge. "'Whose puppy were you going to whip?' she asked Vintel. "'I believe it's yours. Would you prefer to whip it yourself?' "'What has she done?' She stole a brooch. I don't think so, said Mara. How did she come by it then? Perhaps I gave it to her. So, Vintel said, you are the thief. Mara smiled. Will you accuse me before the household, or do you only insult people privately? Vintel opened her mouth, but she had no answer.